Celebrities have always been amongst the most influential people in the world. By name, they are indeed celebrated, and by nature, they're magnetic. We're drawn to their charismatic capabilities, and we often believe in the lifestyles and the lies they live, if only to hold a utopian vision for our own existence, a window to a world that just maybe, if our stars align too, could be for us. But being a celebrity in 2016 ain't what it used to be. While fame may be easier to achieve these days thanks to the myriad of platforms, we now have vloggers and bloggers and social influencers, reality stars and viral sensations, rarely does that celebrity status stick. So in other words, it can be easy to become a celebrity, but how do the superstars stay in the spotlight? And what is it about what they do that makes them lifelong legends, household names and their own personal brand? Take Michael Jordan, for example. He landed his feet in his first set of Nikes back in 1984. 25 years on, six years after retirement, and he was still raking in 25% of the basketball shoe market for the iconic brand. And now, he can even command more than $10 million just for the use of his name. So how do celebrities find fame, then keep their foothold in the scramble for the spotlight? And what can we as marketers and content creators learn from the showbiz industry to give our brand the X Factor? Well, over the next 20 minutes, we're going to shoot for the stars. So if you want to give your business, your brand, the celebrity status, step behind the velvet rope and let's shine. My name's Rakal Eberly. I'm a journalist and founder of Newsmodo. If you're not listening to this podcast via iTunes right now, jump across and subscribe. Also, we're really excited to announce that as of this week, you can find brand storytelling on Stitcher as well as SoundCloud. So no matter where you are and what you're doing, you can get the latest in content marketing and brand publishing right here on the show. On today's episode, we have a very special guest who spent a lifetime putting famous faces in public spaces. He's represented Nelson Mandela, Bill Clinton, Iron Mike Tyson, and the Terminator himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is himself a celebrity in his own right and has been on The Celebrity Apprentice just to prove it. He's a good friend of mine and a longtime supporter of Newsmodo. I'm, of course, talking of no other than Max Markson. Max, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining Brand Storytelling. How are you doing today? Excellent. I'm really doing well. Thank you, Raquel. Now, you've always been an entrepreneur. I'm told that during the 1977 election, you actually sold T-shirts to swing voters with Whitlam on the front and Fraser on the back. That's a real can-do attitude at a very young age. Tell us about that. Were you always that way? Yeah, it was uh, the 1977 election. I'd only been in the country. I arrived on September the 4th, and the campaign was called about a month later. And uh, I sold the T-shirts to David Jones and to... The Liberal Party, Peter Collins, uh, went on to become, I think, leader of the party, and uh, about 3,000 T-shirts to him. And uh, I used to go wherever Gough Whitlam or Malcolm Fraser were speaking, I'd sell T-shirts to them. It's an amazing story, and I know you have a lifetime of them, but where did it all start for you back in England? 
My father was a high diver, and he ran an aqua show, which is like a, a, an ice show, but on, in the water with synchronized swimmers and divers. And I was a spotlight operator when I was five years old, so that's where it started. And then I started bill posting with him, and then uh, when I went to school, I guess when I, f I failed my exams miserably because I started promoting BBC Radio 1 disc jockeys and pop groups at the local <laughs> nightclub. And then I came here when I was 21 years old to Australia and uh, had a nightclub called The Zoo, and I was the head zookeeper, and we put different stars on as guest <laughs> DJs, including Brooke Shields, Evil Knievel, and a host of sports stars. And then I started my business in 1982, doing PR and publicity, which we still do today. And, uh, and along the way, we did. I've done over 200 charity events, given over $40 million to charity, hosted uh, President Clinton, Nelson Mandela, President Bush Sr., Rudy Giuliani, Al Gore, Tony Blair, Mike Tyson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Pele, a host of stars, <laughs> and uh, that's my life. I can tell you something, that you've been an incredible supporter of me in the Newsmoto journey so far, and considering some of those names that you've just mentioned, that's a real honour, and, and your generosity in, of spirit, not only in you know jumping on shows like this and being able to be available has always been something that I've been really greatly appreciative of, and it's no irony that you started your career putting people in the spotlight and here you are continuing <laughs> to put people in the spotlight and uh, my life hasn't moved on much <laughs> <laughs> well it has and there's uh, i guess this goes to the crux of what we'll be talking about today that celebrities and the celebrity status is something that you know has always been a part of our culture but these days there's so many different ways that celebrities need to maintain that stickiness with their audiences what would you say has been something that throughout the history of all of those clients has been a, a common thread? Look, I think you've got to say yes to doing interviews for the media. Um, I remember doing a, a publicity secrets conference once and, <laughs> and Bob Ansett said that you know, 95% of the time the media are coming to do a positive story. I mean, there are times when they do want to do a negative story, but the majority of the time they're coming to do positive stories. So say yes and do the interviews and you'll get plenty of coverage. And I think when you look at people like Lady Gaga and Madonna and big stars, they're, they're driving their careers and they understand the media and they understand what needs to be done to get uh, their profile there and if they have to change their image along the way umpteen times they do that and that's something that i guess you've seen over the journey is those celebrities that have morphed and changed their own i guess tact and being able to be more approachable or whatever it is that that um has been required of them at any particular time in their own in their own careers and speaking of careers i'm told that your career role model uh was the late pt barnum who incidentally by the way is getting his own biopic starring none other than fellow australian superstar Hugh Jackman um, but what did you draw from his legendary showmanship? Look I think he uh, understood how the media worked and he used the media and he and he did you know outlandish things to get coverage and to get exposure and I think that's and he was doing it 150 170 years ago and when he died, he left in the late 1890s, he left over four million dollars. So, which in today's worth is probably four or five hundred million. And, you know, great, great showman, um, mm. great publicist. So I think, and, and a, a true impresario. Mm, mm, absolutely. And you've been known to pull a stunt or two yourself. Was there a particular time in your own journey that you thought, geez, I've, I've really hit the the nail on the head or I've made it in my own career or that you look back as a highlight and I guess making it into the the bigger world of PR where these names are starting to come in? 
Look, I never think of, of in my own world, I never think of myself as being successful. I still work hard. I still, you know, enjoy getting a story in the paper or getting a story online or on TV or on radio. It's it's what drives me. And I don't think of myself as successful. I just, just do, do my work and I enjoy it. But it must have been an incredible experience when you start to become a celebrity in your own right. I know you're very humble about that, but you were on The Celebrity Apprentice and you've been on a, a number of different programs and interviewed by different shows about being a celebrity uh, PR agent. At what point did you feel that you'd crossed the line into being a celebrity yourself? I never think of myself as a celebrity, so it it's, just doesn't happen. I just do what I do. I love working hard. I love getting exposure for my clients in the media. Uh, I love doing deals for stories and selling, you know, whether you know new stories or if someone's getting married or engaged or whatever. And I, I do that all over the world. Um, so I just enjoy myself. <laughs> and that's probably the best thing to do, isn't it? At the end of the day, have a bit of fun while you're doing it. And I think that probably goes to your, uh, your approach to a lot of things. You know, like most celebrities, you've seen the highs and lows that is um, showbiz. And at the end of the day, it all seems to be water off a duck's back. Is that kind of how you approach it or is that... I don't think everybody approaches it. I approach everything like water off a duck's back. Like I never boy about getting negative stuff or positive stuff. I just do what I do and just keep moving. Uh, some people can get very hurt by it. If they suddenly see the negative story, they, oh, I can't take that, and they give up. But uh, you just got to just keep pushing on, just keep working. Uh, persistence, enthusiasm, and focus are my three tips for advice. <laughs> for anybody who's listening, this wants some advice. Persistence, focus, enthusiasm, and you'll win every time. That is very good advice indeed. Now, you've got a fantastic uh, announcement to make about a celebrity that's coming our way, and it ties in very, very much so with uh, content, because this particular celebrity has actually been involved in probably the most successful piece of content, content marketing and brand storytelling in recent history. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about this person and what they're going to be up to in the in coming weeks? Yeah, well, uh, I'm really privileged to be doing the publicity on behalf of Fast Track Events, who are bringing John claude Van Damme to Australia for two speaking engagements. He's doing a theatre show, uh, Jean, an evening with Jean-Claude Van Damme, unplugged and unscripted, and it'll take place uh, in Sydney on the 24th of August at the Star, and then in Melbourne, Australia, on the 28th of August at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. Uh, Richard Wilkins will be hosting the nights. It'll be in conversation with Richard, then the audience get to ask questions for half an hour he'll be telling all his stories about his life his ups and downs the movies his incredible career and uh, a bit about health and fitness i think it'll be a fascinating uh, fascinating evening it really will and have you ever worked with him before what can you tell us about the man john claude Van Damme? I've, I've only admired him from afar i've not worked with him but uh, uh the the guys at Fast Track Events have been working on this since late last year, and uh, it's a, a, an amazing coup. He hasn't been here, I think, in about 19 years. He came here last when he, I think he filmed Street Fighter with Kylie Minogue, and who apparently he went on and had an affair with. Uh, <laughs> but we're not in the gossip magazine sort of area here. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the tickets go on sale uh, from Tuesday 10 a.m. at. Uh, 
www.jcvd.com.au from 49 bucks, so it's a bargain. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I think it's going to be sensational when he's here next month. Now, speaking of sensations, I mentioned the piece of content that he was um, epically involved in. It was the Volvo Trucks commercial, the epic split, um, which has now amassed 83,841,148 views <laughs> since it was first posted uh, less than three years ago. Incredible. Um, you know, so that's, that is the power of a great piece of content right there. And if you haven't checked out that uh, particular commercial, I highly recommend you do. Um, but yeah, very exciting times for you and no doubt for him coming to our shores. Now, we do have to get on with the show, Max, but before we do get into the serious stuff, I've got a little uh, area that I like to call the Mad Minute. It's a quick yep. quiz, 10 quickfire questions. And um, if you'd like to jump in the hot seat with me right now, your time starts now with question one. We'll start with something simple, Max. What's the meaning of life? The meaning of life, enjoyment. Next, question two. Who's the celebrity you enjoy working with the most? I love President Clinton. I just adore President Clinton. He's just a really fantastic person. He's beautiful, he's warm, he's friendly. He, uh, when he talks to you, he looks right into your eyes. No, no, he just looks, yeah, you just really feel special. Question three. <laughs> well, that was, that was question three, why? Okay. Question four, what advice would you give to any wannabe celebrities? I think um, do anything. You need to establish yourself first of all. Do as much as you can to get you established and then work bloody hard. You never stop working. You have to keep pushing. So whether it's uh, on the sports field, whether it's uh, on the stage and the movie career, work hard. As and the five tips of advice Arnold Schwarzenegger says about being successful is one, have a vision. Two, think big. Three, don't listen to the naysayers. Four, work your ass off. And five, give back. Well, then, you've probably answered question five, but I'll ask it anyway. A particular flash in the pan. I speak of no other, none other than Corey Worthington, who I know you've represented previously. Do you think Corey will have a reunion party? Look, I uh, organised uh, the deal for his wedding uh, <laughs> in 2015, so that was seven years after he first came to prominence. Who would have thought and, he'd settle down? And I even organised a deal for him with Red Balloon last year as well. So, yeah, the, the, the deals keep coming. And uh, for Corey, he'll have a wonderful life. He's married now, settled down. He's a good man. <laughs> Question six, I know you love a good meal. Where would you take your celebrity guests in Sydney? Look, I really enjoy going and taking them to Icebergs. It's a spectacular uh, view of Bondi Beach, and the food's great. But uh, my, my new love of life is Manjit's Indian restaurant, Manjit's at the Wharf. It's uh, right opposite the National uh, Maritime Museum. It's on the water, and if you like Indian food, Manjit's at the Wharf is the place to go. Question seven, you've been across the Newsmoto journey since day dot, in fact, prior to day dot. How would you describe it from the outside in? It's uh, you know, a great way of getting your story out there. It's a great way of generating money if you're a contributor or photographer. It's, inc in or it's incredible that you can press a button and say, I'm doing something in <laughs> Budapest. <laughs> We've got a journalist there. We've got a photographer there. I'm doing something in Winnipeg. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, uh, Newsboro, I've got journalists and photographers. I think that's incredible. Thank you, mate. Question eight, what's the secret to success? Work hard. Question nine, how many hours a night do you sleep? I'm quite good. I, I normally get to bed about eight o'clock or nine o'clock and wake up about four or five in the morning, so eight or nine hours. Okay, and question ten, if a mango and an apple fell on your head, what would hurt the most? Oh, 
I think the apple, because the mango I'd eat real quick, and the, the apple I'd beat second, but mango's a bit softer. Boom, boom, correct answer, your head. Moving into the uh, serious <laughs> stuff, Max, because we really do have to get into how brands and our marketing friends out there can leverage the learnings of celebrity status. What what would you say, I guess, those celebrities who have made it, the, the Tom Cruises, the Jean-Claude Van Dams, the lifetime household names, what is it about what they do that our marketers out there can um, put that footprint on their own personal brand or their business brand? Longevity, staying on message, uh, repetition, just you keep doing what you do. You st- stay on track, stay on message. So if for a celebrity, they keep doing their movies or their shows or their new records or, or keep competing for a brand, you've got to stay on, decide what you're doing, get on track and keep pushing it, keep doing it. And everyone has their highs and lows and we've seen that, you know, no, none more so, none more magnified than in the celebrity world. Um, you know, I'm thinking about instant like Maria Sharapova, for instance. Um, how does a celebrity bounce back from that over a longer, I guess, journey? And, and what can brands learn from those, I guess, challenges that celebrities face? I think it's a case-by-case scenario, but, but across the whole spectrum, one, you've got to say sorry. You have to say sorry, and that pricks the bubble, uh, pricks the balloon, so the air goes out the balloon, so the, the media and everybody's got nowhere else to go. And then you get on with doing what you do. So you say sorry, you start being doing something for the community, for charity, and you know you put your next record out. You go back on the playing field. You go and and start doing what you do again. You know people are very forgiving, and people will forgive and forget and give you a second chance. You work with not just celebrities but brands as well. So you represent companies out in market and some big ones in Australia. What do you do when you first meet with these guys? Do you talk about strategy? Do you talk about audience? Where do you start and where are you trying to guide them to get their their, their brand in the positive spotlight out there? The most important thing is to is to speak to them and ask them about their company or themselves. And you just have to remember you've got two ears and one mouth. So shut up and listen twice as hard, twice as much as you speak. And I do that with clients all the time. As soon as I meet a new client, I, I find out about them. It, that, that, they don't want to hear about you and your strategy. They've got to tell you what they are and where they are. Yeah. And what about in terms of, I guess, you've given them that advice and then you take something to market. What are your KPIs on success? What are the brands telling you that they're looking for and, and how do you prove success for those clients? For me, if I'm doing publicity, it's about getting media exposure. It's about getting stories on TV, in the press, on radio and magazines. Like, you know, today I've been working with Michael Hill, the jewellers. Now, I haven't worked for them for six years. I, I took uh, Michael Hill uh, on the road with Kim Kardashian to New York, Toronto, Chicago. Calgary, Vancouver, Los Angeles, Sydney, Melbourne and Auckland. We had a 22-carat diamond ring we gave away and Kim helped launch it and, and we mm-hmm. gave it away. Anyway, today I was back with him today and so I had them on radio last night. I had them on t- TV t- twice today, CNBC Asia and Sky News. I had them doing interviews with AAP, with News Limited. Uh, just, you know, get them exposure, get them doing work. That's what it's about. And, you know, I guess you're not one to look at um, 
constraints. You know, you you remind me a bit of um, I don't know someone like let's say Richard Branson, where you don't box yourself into what the opportunities are. You think outside of the square, and you and you're pretty limitless with your your targets. I I've experienced it myself, where you know you've really come to um, to the party with some amazing ideas, and you really don't hold back. What what can you say to brands out there who are looking to not just create a stunt, but create something meaningful for their audience, um, whether it be through content or in, I guess, in real life? Two words, think big. You have to think big. Now, and I c- come back to Schwarzenegger when he said, have a vision and then think big. For him, his vision was he wanted to be a, a, a bodybuilding champion and he wanted to be in the movies. His thinking big was he wanted to be the best bodybuilder in the world, which he went on to be, seven times world champion, and he wanted to be the leading man in movies. He didn't just want to be a movie star. He wanted to be the leading mm. man in movies. You've got to think big. And if you've got a brand, you've got to think big. You have to be bigger than, than you think you are. You just have to be. And that way, everybody else will follow you. And speaking of following, you do the announcement, you do the stunt, whatever it is. How do you then follow up on that? Do you use content? Where's the longevity? Where's the, the long tail out of those um, out of those announcements? Content is always king, so you want to have a follow-up story. So with Michael Hill today, they listed on the stock exchange in uh, Australia. They've already been mm-hmm. on for 30 years in New Zealand. Now they're dual listed in Australia and New Zealand. So the follow-on which we'll come up with next week is we'll announce who the board is. We didn't even use that. You know, they've got an incredible board including Janine Ellis who's you know, founded Boost Juice in 17 countries around the world. They've got the uh, Rob Fife who's the boss of the CEO of Air New Zealand who's again a superstar. They've got the chairman of Flight Centre. They've got fantastic talent on the board. <laughs> we haven't even mentioned that. And that's mm-hmm. if you're investing in a stock and that we listed at 115, so they went up to 125. So it's a great first day for them. And you just have to you know, use use whatever assets you've got and use them wisely. Mm. You know, that's what it's about. Max, I know that you probably don't get a lot of credit for your generosity out there. I don't know, but it's certainly probably not the number one thing people think about. But I can personally say that you've been extremely helpful and supportive of my journey with Newsmoto. And, you know, you connected me, for example, with uh, Matt Zimmerman, the producer of the Today Show at NBC Studios Rockefeller and to this day he's remained not only a client but a trusted advisor and somebody that whenever I visit the States I make a a day or two to spend time with and you know that reputation does precede you with those who know you and it's a real pleasure to have you on Brand Storytelling as we start to wind down what can our listeners out there take out of um, today's episode what would be the message that you would say to aspiring marketers out there and PR people? I think the the, the message is the the work ethic, work hard, uh, that persistence, enthusiasm, focus when you're doing work, never give up, think outside the square, uh, enjoy what you do. I always remember when I was doing fundraising and for charity, the guy said to me, uh, Michael Samuelson, he's died now, but he uh, had a fabulous, um, he supplied all the movie equipment for the film companies, and he said, just remember remember when you're raising money for charity what the first three words first three letters in fundraising are fun (laughs) you gotta have fun you gotta have fun at work you gotta have fun when you play you just gotta have fun so enjoy and even richard branson says have a party yeah he's a big (laughs) one with a party you know so you have to enjoy what you do and and your staff have to enjoy what you do and what they do and you've got to work hard you know there's 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 no uh, substitute for hard work and you just take your product and you graft at it, and you never stop. Think and advise. I always love asking people for advice. Talk to people. Have a brainstorm about where you want to go next. 
Think big, you'll get there. Well, Max, it's been a lot of fun having you on Brand Storytelling. Just before we go, for our listeners out there, where can they find you? And um, and and I. Well, Max, it's been fantastic. You, well, Max, it's been fantastic having you on the show. It's certainly been a lot of fun for our listeners out there. Where can they find you? That's easy. Call me oh four one two five zero one six zero one. I can make anyone famous. <laughs> you put the fun in fundraising, and you certainly put the PR in a market out there that at times can be very vanilla. Max Marks, and thank you so much for joining us on Brand Storytelling. My pleasure, Carl. Thank you. 